Welcome, welcome, welcome to Thirst Knowledge Podcast, episode 97. I'm James Evers. I'm Justin. And I'm Seth Tardiff. And today on the episode, we're hanging out. TFK hangs out. Yeah, we got a lax episode for you guys today. We talk a little bit about different cuts of meat. We talk about Tank Girl. We talk about Woodstock 99. Just just chilling, man. Just mm-hmm. chilling. Mm. Some hot sauce in there, too. You know, for Very you guys. Ramstein, dicks, all sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. We got some heavy hitters coming up, so we we just wanted to chill for this one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. episode 100 is right around the corner. Can't fucking wait. We got Halloween coming up. You know, that's a big time of year. Stuff is going in the pipe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So get hyped. Get hyped for this episode, man, because it's the best. All right? Mm. Get it. Yeah, kick that intro, son. Uh. I think I found a new, I think I found my new go-to. Your new go-to At what? Taco Bell. New go-to at Taco Bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? I was Not think- the beefy five layer? I've been thinking about this all fucking day. Okay. That fucking cheesy bean rice Cheesy green. bean and rice? You're on it? I'm on that shit. Fuck yeah, With dude. beef though. Add beef. Okay. It's fucking, it's cheaper than the beefy five layer when you add beef. And it's basically a, cheese, a beefy five layer with rice. And one tortilla instead of two. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm all about that shit now, dude. Dude, that cheesy that bean rice is delicious. It's and fucking so good. It's good cold too. <clears throat> is it? Yes. Well, I guess I had that cold, right? Katahdin. Yeah. I wonder how it would be cheesy bean rice, sans rice, sub potato, add beef. Sub. That's just like a completely different. <laughs> now it's not a cheesy bean Listen, and rice. Take it's a that cheesy tor- bean and potato. <laughs> take that tortilla off, right? Put it on chips instead. Add gravy. <laughs> oh my god, dude, that's ridiculous. <laughs> instead of a burrito, right? You put it in a bowl. Then you bake that shit in the oven with mashed potatoes. <laughs> put it on a sandwich. Have <laughs> that Mexican pizza, but can you roll that up into a burrito? <laughs> Substitute that fucking rice instead. Chicken breast, right? <laughs> Hear me out. You bake a whole chicken. You add mashed potatoes and corn on the side. Maybe like kind of just like chicken dinner. Mm. Oh, and add coleslaw too. Coleslaw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, you guys are just talking KFC now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Instead of all that, right? Crack two eggs in a pan. Bacon. Maybe some potatoes on the side. <laughs> We're talking breakfast. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll jump on the. Uh, I'll try it. I'll I'll give it a go. Add beef. I like the idea of adding beef because you know it's just I a want fucking it a little bit more heartier. It's a heavy. I, I don't know, man. It's, it, it depends on who's making it, but sometimes you get that thing, man, and it is hearty with the beans and the rice and everything. Because you mm. got not only do you have the nacho cheese, you also get that creamy jalapeno sauce oh, yeah. that's in there. That stuff's good. But, oh yeah, that you add that to anything, it'll fucking spice up your Taco Bell. Is there? Wait, you add creamy jalapeno? It's already in there it's already, it's in, already there. in there that's why it felt a little spicy yeah, yeah. dude that, like you get add that creamy jalapeno to anything like Damn. It, it'll make it'll just give it that little that little zip you know? i was wondering why i had a little heat to it yeah. i was like there's no way that's the hot sauce yeah so that's what it is creamy jalapeno mm-hmm. okay fuck damn yeah i got some Ooh, first beer that was a crack <clears throat> and a half that's a good crack yeah I got some jalapenos growing right now. Mm. I just tried the first one the other day. It's got a little zip to it. It's yeah. not not like a mild jalapeno, but yeah, Fuck yeah, it's pretty sweet. I'm not sure if I want to make a hot sauce or if I want to make a salsa. After having that salsa we had last time, 
before oh, the yeah, podcast, yeah. you had that jalapeno salsa. Yeah, and I was just like, ah, oh, yeah. jalapeno verde. Yep. I yeah. went out and bought a jar like right Fuck after. <laughs> Dude, when I got home that night, the next morning I looked in the fridge and there was two of those jars in the fridge. And I'm like, what? My mom fucking crushes that shit all the time. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, I had no idea. Mm. She's like, I was like, this shit's fucking fire. I put it on a breakfast burrito. <sighs> it was so good. I fucking so bet. Good. I bet. That's such a fucking good idea. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Dude, damn. Renfro, man. Mrs. Yeah. Renfro got it down. Yeah. She nails her whole salsa line. Dude, even since uh, watching uh, South Park and eating nachos with my dad back in high school, like we had the Renfro, man. Yeah, yeah. We all, but there was only one that we'd always get. It was just the habanero one, and it was always Dude. hot. Like because we normally do like a mild, or a medium, or a hot. Um, what the hell is that one? The one that comes in the weird jar. Pace is it? Pace. Yeah. 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 The one that's it's like, like a almost milk. an hourglass type yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. thing or whatever. Pace. We used to do that, but then every now and then we'd slip in that habanero Renfro, and that yeah. was the shit. Right? That shit was spicy. Yeah. I think that, is that the spices one, or do they have a ghost pepper? They have a ghost they pepper. They got the ghost pepper, Dude, too. your dad used to get the ghost pepper one when I was around there, and that shit was no joke. It's so fucking hot. He'd put it on his nachos, and I'm like, oh, yeah, dude. bro, how do you do like, that? <clears throat> like, generously. Oh, like, yeah. He was just like- I'd have to just... cut that shit. Like- <laughs> like good coke you just gotta cut that up right. mix it up with some fucking baby laxatives oh, yeah. or something <laughs> yeah that shit was spicy god damn <clears throat> I made my most recent batch of hot sauce as well scotch bonnet got my hands on some really? scotch bonnet peppers nice where'd you get that uh, they just had them in market basket man fuck okay yeah. so I was going in there last time I made a habanero one and then this time I made the scotch bonnet um, and it's fucking dude making your own hot sauce Simple as shit and sure. so taste. It's like, I don't know if it's because it's so fresh. Like mm. hot sauce has a pretty good shelf stability. Sure. So when you're buying hot sauce from the store, I don't know how long has it been sitting there? How long ago was it made? Whatever. Like there's right. a way to know. Exactly. That's the thing. <clears throat> but fresh ass hot sauce, man, there's just a, the aroma, the, it, there's no way I can describe it other than it's really fresh and really tasty. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the Scotch bonnets, dude, like, I don't know. I, they look just like habaneros. So I don't know if they're like, ver- they're very closely related or whatever. Did we look that up in our hot sauce episode? I don't know. The difference between Scotch bonnets and habaneros. I, I think they're like a step down from habanero, right? As okay. far as like heat. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not sure. I thought there they could were. be some overlap there. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But man, they just, they've got, I love a habanero, but those Scotch bonnets Scotch bonnet has more flavor yeah. with the heat. Yes. Habanero yeah. just is more heat than flavor to Habanero's me. Habanero's got a, hood, a good flavor though, I think. I don't know. But it has I a think very the Scotch specific bonnet flavor. edges it out, yeah. Habaneros have that one distinct flavor that I can, I can even smell it. Like, you're like, oh, that's a habanero yeah. for sure. It's yep. got that fucking flavor. Yeah. I remember we talked about a, Net, a Netflix show called like Champions. Yeah, brought yeah, it up. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, we talked and about that did, on the. Spicy, did we do it on the spicy on the one? Spicy episode. Yeah. Those fuckers just eating those peppers. Yeah. And when I was watching that, they were bringing out peppers like hotter and hotter. And it, once you get to like a point, like around the habanero, they all just look fucking the same in a way. 
they like look just gnarly looking like the devil's dick the devil's nose like just like curled and like bumpy and well, just that's wrinkly like all the, the like the carolina reaper like look yeah. like that and shit it's like they're not natural but the habaneros and the like the scotch bonnets they they're just like a little like a little bulb it's um, yeah it's a little bulb it almost looks like a really tiny bell pepper kind of but with like that's a little, true. little point on it yeah yeah um but yeah they're so tasty i so when I was making the Scotch bonnet sauce, or the yeah the sauce, and I was cutting them up, I tried a piece, and I made sure that I got a piece that had like some seeds and shit in it. And boy, it was like I've never really eaten like straight a up. fucking straight up, and I, it kind of like ah okay all right this is, was it manageable? It was manageable, yeah. but I don't like had I like just bit into a whole one like because you could they're that small that you could just like yeah crunch the whole thing yeah that that probably would have been painful but just like a little piece was like it it was enough to kind of throw mm -hmm. you off a little bit but it was it was tasty it was tasty i remember at work a long time ago i ate a someone grew ghost peppers and fucking i ate a dry one and I was like, oh, that's not too bad. And he's like, you want a habanero? And he gave me a fresh habanero and I took a bite out of that. And that shit ruined my fucking life. I like threw up it and stuff. It was so spicy. Oh, yeah. No, fresh habanero was way hotter than the fucking dried ghost pepper. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I, I, tried, was I tried a piece of fresh habanero when I was making the habanero hot sauce too. But I wasn't as daring. I did a smaller piece and I did a piece of the end that didn't really yeah. have the seasons <laughs> and the white shit in it. But yeah, yeah. it's no joke. Still on my hot sauce kick, though. Fucking eating that shit every day. How about you, Ham? Have you tapered back at all? Or? I've taped it back. Yeah. yeah, I'm not like, <clears throat> I'm not actively pursuing it, but I do miss it. It's kind of like, <clears throat> it's I, that excitement's still there, but I haven't been, uh, I might, I might gravitate back towards it. Yeah. I think because I started making the hot sauce, it kind of kept me in it a little bit. You know, I started running out of hot sauce, and yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, let me try and make my own, see how that goes. When I was doing the fucking, when we were doing the the New Year's challenge shit, and I couldn't have any sugar, I was having some trouble finding sugar-free hot sauces. There was only like a handful, like two or three different or kinds. Like the, um, without like- Like approved, it doesn't have to be approved by the- uh, The Whole30 bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was tough to find hot sauces that were approved for them. So pretty much um, the ingredients to the recipe that I've been doing- it's just the peppers, water, salt, vinegar. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Just like blend That's it up. It. And then, so um, I'm, I've been doing a fermented hot sauce. So all, you just take the peppers and the salt and the water and put that in a food processor. And then you put that in a jar and you let it ferment for like a week. Like outside of the at fridge. room temp? Like at room temp, yeah. So it the, covered or uncovered. You can do it a couple ways. You can just do go as simple as putting like cheesecloth over it to just sure. make sure like shit like large particles stay out of it. Or you can do how you like ferment beer and put a a relief a, a, an airlock on top. Yeah, like yeah. Hmm. you can like take a cut a hole in a mason jar lid and then just put a stopper with a okay with an airlock in it and do it that way. If you want to, if I was doing a longer ferment, I've only been doing like a week fermentation. So if I would, if I wanted to do a longer one, I think I'd go with the airlock. I, I just haven't bothered to set one up yet mm -hmm. just to make sure that some bad shit stays out and you really keep it in that, um, uh, anaerobic environment. 
But so you're not pitching any sort of yeast. No, or because there's natural lactobacillus that occurs on the actual pepper, and cool. that's what you're fermenting it with. Cool. So it's crazy. Like you'll even see um, after probably about day one, day two, it'll actually be bubbling. You'll see bubbles Damn. come up inside the peppers. Fuck. Do you separate any of it after the fact, or do you just kind of mix it well and then no, yeah, store after, it? After that, it's just uh, add the vinegar and then put it into a blender and blend it up into the sauce and then put it into a jar. That's after it's fermented. After it's fermented, okay. yeah. Yeah. So the, on the this most recent batch with the Scotch Bonnet, I did something a little bit different than my last couple batches. I strained out like all the pulp and the seeds because mm. I wanted to kind of see how that was. And it thinned it out pretty good, so I um, I blended it back up with some xanthan gum mm. to thicken it up. To thicken it up, and that that worked pretty good. But I think next time, what I'm going to do is I'm not going to strain it. I'm just going to blend it a little bit finer, and put the xanthan gum in there just to give it a little. Because even when I didn't use the xanthan gum and I didn't strain it, there was. You had the pulp and the seeds and stuff, but it was still a little watery, like the mm, consistency, sure. like it separates. And the xanthan gum is this thing that um, helps like bind it together and thicken it up and everything, mm. which you'll notice that that's like a common ing- I started looking at like all the hot sauce containers I have and everything, and that shit's in like all of them. Like, Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, they use it to thicken shit. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I was going to say like if you cook at it cook it at all but it sounds like you don't you just look at no it. i don't so that you can you can do that too like you can you can like cook it and everything and but i kind of like the idea of having the fermentation and having that like lactobacillus and everything it's like yeah your kimchi and your probiotics and all that stuff could keep keep it alive it's right. like, like a supplement or whatever that's pretty cool yeah god damn just fermenting everything up in here man i know Sounds easy. It it real it's pretty minimal effort, dude. It <clears> sounds <throat> like it. Yeah. Like of all the of all the fermentation product uh, products projects that I've done, like beer, wine, fucking kombucha, all that stuff, this is hands down the easiest, least time consuming. Like it's, you know, 10 minutes one day, <laughs> 10 minutes another day, right. boom, you're done. Because <clears throat> yeah. I don't want to put a lot of effort into it. No, dude, that's the thing. Like, effort oh, sucks. Effort's <laughs> dumb. <laughs> fucking beer, man. Beer takes, uh, there's so much effort. Dude, I fucking applaud beer, you dude. for continuing to brew. <laughs> I know. Because you're already a brewer yeah, at yeah, a yeah. brewery. I know, I know. It's like doing true work for fun. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> Fuck that. Like, yeah. You think I eat salads for fun now? <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I just brewed my 10th anniversary homebrew batch last week. Damn. Yeah, which is a repeat of my first ever homebrew batch. Was it the vanilla? The vanilla stout? Yep, the vanilla stout. Agnes. Yep, good old Agnes. Agnes. Fucking... So this, uh, I've obviously updated my process since the first batch I ever brewed. Did you can it, bottle it? Uh, so it's it's still for, it's at the end of its fermentation right now, um, but I'm going to be bottling it probably next week. Hmm. And this time, the vanilla, I got like a bunch of vanilla beans and soaked them in like Everclear, essentially. Oh, fuck yeah. So I'm making my own like v- vanilla extract and everything. That's Are they conflict vanilla beans? 
Confident. Because those are way better. Like, <laughs> I want those blood yeah, beans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give me some I, blood beans. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what kind of vanilla beans they are. Actually, I'll have to look it up. I got them off of Amazon, but um, definitely blood beans. Were... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, anything so, Amazon touches. I was gonna say yeah, pro- man. We're back to Amazon again. But yeah, it's probably probably good. Not. That, it's got that conflict tang that yeah. I like. It <laughs> smells really good. Like every now and then I'll just pop open the jar and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's it's that good. blood, baby. Oh, yeah. It's that blood. <laughs> it's the Nigerian children right there. Yeah. Mm, fuck. I was reading a thing about fucking Amazon and how they put a billion dollars in the new Lord of the Rings yeah. fucking show. Yeah. And someone like an old exec was like, this is going to make or break Amazon's like prime video thing. Oh, because of the amount of money. Because the amount of there? money, like if it tanks, wow. it's it's gonna fuck them up a little. So bit. that hasn't come out yet, right? No, no, September second. Okay. So it's coming out. <clears throat> yep. Wow. Yeah, which to, is interesting to coincide I, with like the Game of Thrones that's coming out right now. Too. I know. Yeah. I always fucking get a little skeptical about that shit. Like, I oh, there's always been a time where like a good big movie would come out, and then just like two weeks later, it's like an identical movie with like just different actors doing the same fucking thing. And I'm like, Oh yeah. I'm like, did they just fucking like steal the script or did someone steal a script or like a word got out? And so like two fucking companies decided to make the same movie and see who got it out first kind of that thing. That seems to be happening. That's like a consistent thing that happens throughout time. And I don't know if it's because it's like a cultural, like coincidence where you've got the same artists working on the same things, or you've got these like, I mean, in this case, it's like big companies that have big streaming services that are competing. So they want like, oh, these guys are working on one. Well, we're going to work on one too. Right. And you see that a lot that's happening with like documentaries and stuff as well, which is pretty wild. Sharing the same similar footage too and everything. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Do that Woodstock documentary. So the one on HBO, there's some shared. It's a different feeling. It's a different documentary. It's a different. It's a little bit of a different narrative. Yeah. Um, but they do have shared footage that the Netflix documentary series Yeah. Oh, used. I didn't realize there's two documentaries. <clears throat> so Netflix and there's just two released one. Places. And HBO released it like a year or two ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now, so obviously both it's two overlap. big streaming services have yeah. released them. So it's like, oh, which one's better or which one? You know, it'd be better. funny to watch a documentary and then use the same footage and completely change the narrative. Yeah. You it. could easily do you that. You could, dude. right? It's wild. So fucking easy. Like you those can, those fucking movie trailers they used to do back in the day, where they'd take like a fu- a comedy, but then they'd put like a horror Doubtfire. soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, one's yeah. great. That was yeah. probably the best one. Yeah, it's yeah. a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, I love the fucking um, people on YouTube will like will fucking edit out Joe Rogan's podcast and switch him around. Oh yeah, and it's like. Him, him just being like a, a lunatic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> him talking to himself yeah, like yeah. a lunatic. Yeah, it's it's insane. I've I watched one of those where he was literally interviewing himself and they're just talking <laughs> back yeah, and forth. Yeah. And it was like an hour long. Yeah. <laughs> Someone like spent the time of like him just interviewing himself. He's like, Really? He's like, Yeah, man, it's crazy. And, and like it almost made sense. It's like, like perfect. <laughs> I'm like, honestly, man, like if you showed this to someone, they had no idea, but like he's talking to his twin brother or some Yo, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so silly. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I had a thought. I fucking oh Is it yeah, on the yeah, Woodstock yeah. thing. No, no, no. So the uh, <clears throat> yeah, the Lord of the Rings thing That's right. came out. So did you guys watch the Game of Thrones? No, not yet. No. So I watched it, okay. and I and I'm I came into it. I'm like, I really don't care. Yeah. I fucking just don't care. Yeah. I like I wrote that whole thing off after that last season. Yeah. 
I'm like, I don't want to invest any more time. That's kind of how I feel right now, so I'm not like jumping on it. So I watched it, and it's not like it's not bad. Like it's really just it's not bad. Yeah. And and I actually have more hopes for it because the story's already complete. So uh, the whole backstory for that is already done. So. Is this was George R. R. Martin involved in this? I have no idea. Okay, okay. Hmm. I have no fucking idea. But is it based off of his work? Yeah, or? yeah. Well, oh. it, so it, it's basically the it's kind of the fall of House Targaryen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's already like all written. They're just going off of his source the material. Whole or source something. material has been complete. Okay. There's there's a whole book on it. Okay, hmm. okay. like it's all it's all done. That's interesting because that wasn't that was the weird shit like towards the end of Game of Thrones where they like had to throw stuff together, make it up on the fly. Like, yeah, wasn't yeah. he like writing a book? Like wasn't he writing that book while they're like trying well, he's, to do he's that? He's still change? not done, right? No, fuck no. Yeah, he's like he his isn't. his books are not concluded for Game of Thrones. You've Jesus. seen Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that season, Jon Snow dies. <sighs> he dies. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then the Red Witch brings him back. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm yeah. like, wait, I'm fucking lost. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was alive <laughs> at the end of the episode. Yeah, so, yeah. so, yeah, when the Night's Watch turns on him, he dies. Right, yeah. he gets fucking stabbed that's, or some shit, that's right? That's the end of the last book, I think, that was released. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So all this fucking, like, him getting brought back to life and being like, all that shit is just not written yet? Or not? I think so. Jesus, I I didn't think it was that far down. I think they like George R. R. Martin did give them Mm. some of his material, like that he was working on. So they had some information, like from him, but it they still had to take a bunch of creative freedom and shit because TV, the format, the the popularity of certain characters, all that shit, and everything. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. Anyways, like it wasn't bad. It was it was actually like okay. I get it. It's fun. It's interesting. Um, what is weird is like the big, what is presumably the big bad or the, like the evil like family member mm-hmm. was uh, the doctor, a Doctor Who guy. He was the doctor, uh, the ninth or tenth doctor. He was after Stephen Tennant oh, or David Tennant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, f- I forget that guy's name. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Fucking weird. That is weird. But, but. So Amazon Prime has the Lord of the Rings coming yeah, out. Yeah. Game of Thrones just came out with their series. Yeah. And Amazon Prime also holds they're doing they've been doing a series of a one of the biggest fantasy novels, uh, The Wheel of Time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Which they finished up last year and that they released that season. Yeah. They finished up that whole series? No, no, no. So they just did their the season that was released maybe six to eight months ago was the uh sort of a rewrite sort of mishmash of the first three books okay and, i started watching like, that yeah it's pretty yeah good. there's like 15 or 17 books in jesus that whole, and each of them are like fucking 600 pages long fuck how do you have the time to write that shit 17 books robert jordan robert jordan i think passed away around book 13 or 14 okay and then somebody continued his work to finish it out or some shit. Damn. Like that. How do you even how do you even fucking do that? Like, hey, I want to keep writing this guy's books. Notes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like families mm. like the Robert Jordan estate. Like yep. yeah. I don't know. Like That's wild. Imagine that was your job. Like imagine if that Harry Potter bitch died. Yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I gotta keep writing Harry Potter books. <laughs> Like, like, holy that. shit, really? I'm like, yeah, I'm the new author of Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to write some wizard shits. 
Yeah. Oh, man, that would be fucking nerd. I would be fucking, I'm like, damn, bro, I'm stressed out. Something that's <laughs> right so here. popular that has so much eyes on it. Yeah, yeah. imagine, imagine if she beloved. died. She died like right before the last book came out or whatever, like, and she didn't finish it. Yeah. And, like, and there's no oh, notes. Oh, we got to put this out. Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no way. <laughs> And then they hire someone like me to write it. Right. Uh, fucking, I don't know, Harry Potter uh. goes to Taco Bell and he casts some fucking taco wand magic. And it was all a dream, oh man. Oh, God. imagine that. The whole that. thing was fake. Harry Potter just wakes up and he's like a 400 pound fat guy. <laughs> like, he's in a coma or some shit. He's like, oh, oh, shit. That was the craziest dream ever. Oh, that would be hilarious. Uh, right. They just revive him because he slipped into like, uh, like heart failure or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> see there should be more shit like that that happens though like uh, uh, that's such a that would be such a huge twist yeah a lot of people would hate it but man most it w- like it, it w- would be so it'd be like game of thrones it would be <laughs> just you would destroy that whole franchise but by one. it would be talked about forever <laughs> like that game of thrones thing it's I have I have a feeling it's not going to be like talked about forever. It'll just be kind of one of those things where like oh yeah it just fell apart. But yeah. most people won't really remember why or how it fell apart or certain plot points. They'll just remember like oh we didn't like it. Yeah yeah. But yeah. If there was such a big twist as in Harry Potter wakes up and he <laughs> just had like a cardiac arrest or something and all that was just made That's up. Oh and the, everybody would remember that that was how it ended right everybody would oh, remember man. Like, yeah. hey, how does it end like oh he wasn't even a wizard he like <laughs> is this fat fuck in the hospital he woke up and it was all a dream yeah. he gets it's like what he gets all that discharged work? and then he goes back to his job being an accountant yeah uh, exactly like he still has that fucked up scar though but it was yeah, from yeah. like slipping on a bathtub floor <laughs> and that's the only thing that connects it like right. that's the only connection yeah <laughs> uh. Uh, you remember when in the first uh, the first movie they're on that train and they're like we'll buy the lot and he buys all that fucking yeah, yeah. food they're eating candy and shit yeah makes sense makes sense <laughs> it makes a lot of sense oh my god damn fuck well it's like the Sopranos right like the ending to that yeah everybody Where remembers that I never watched the series I just know the ending exactly it just Where, goes black right yeah it just goes black and then it starts playing Journey yeah really yeah weird uh, yeah so you don't so what's the implication there like you don't know whether or not he dies or he does die do you know do I don't you know think, anything about the ending I, I, that's all i know is that it just kind of they're in the middle of something and it just kind of fades to black and that song plays right right like it's not like a proper like there was no big conclusion there was no big thing that happened at the sure. end it just kind of faded out and that was it hmm that was a popular fucking show, though, right? Hugely popular huge, show. Yeah. I never watch a single episode. That put HBO on the map. I also never have seen Seinfeld. Ever. Uh, At, like, fun. any episode ever? Not a single one. Dude. That's wild. I've only seen, like, clips on YouTube of, of course, people, you yeah. know? And just, like, I know there's a bunch of people. They're, like, in New York. They go to some fucking, like, breakfast place sometimes or some all shit. The oh, all yeah. the time. Like, yeah. all the time. And, like, yeah. they live in apartments. And yeah. it's just fucking, that's yeah. it. There's a chick and a tall dude and a fucking fat guy. <laughs> it's as far as my shit goes with that. That's fucking wild, <laughs> man. A tall dude and a fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
I gotta. I, I don't know. There's a lot of shit I haven't seen. I think we talked about it, but like, I haven't seen any Caddyshacks. I haven't seen any. I haven't any any Caddyshacks. There's only one. I mean, no. There's. I think there's, a, two? I think there's like two. There's or three. a couple, but there's really only one. There's only one. There's yeah. only one you need to see. I've never seen Stripes. I've never seen. I just saw Gr- Groundhog's fun. Day yeah, for the yeah. first time like this year. We we talked Top about Gun? that, didn't we? Didn't see Top. Never seen Top Gun. Mm. And now there's a second Top Gun. What the second fuck? Top Gun was fucking. Was, was it, it good, dude? Should I watch the first <clears throat> Top Gun before I see the second one? No, they do enough of it to like to tie it together. It's like they do they do enough flashbacks and like don't waste your time. Top Gun one was fun, but there was some weird like romance like between one of the the female instructors and and Tom Cruise, and it was just like she was at least 10, 12 years older than him. And it's just like their chemistry was very bizarre. It was just made me we- weirdly Weird. uncomfortable. But the second Top Gun, dude, I was on the edge of my fucking seat the whole movie. Really? But I saw it in IMAX, and it was like this weird immersive experience, man. I was fucking You're gripping my seat. What? With your cheeks? Butt cheeks just fucking clenched? Fucking yeah, man. Damn. <laughs> It's good. It was like it was one of my. It was probably one of the best movie experiences I've had in most that I can remember. Damn! In most recent years, it was so much fun. That's pretty good. That's crazy. Yeah. I haven't been to the movies in a long ass time. Hmm. Yeah. I did see Avatar in 3D IMAX. It was they bring that back out. It's pretty sick. Yeah, I missed that. I missed the Avatar boat in theater. I watched it after the fact. Avatar, I never saw Avatar. No, Avatar was supposed it. to be like kind of like a Fern Gully feel, right? That's kind of like know. the same fucking thing, but yeah, like yeah. updated and shit. I always used to tell people like, "What do you do for work?" And I'm like, "You know the bad guy in fucking Fern Gully? That's me." <laughs> <laughs> right. I just fucking fuck up forests and shit and scare fairies away. <laughs> yep. Fucking that like fucking pesticide smog shit. So weird. Yeah, it was a weird enemy. It was because it was just like this machine that like tore up the forest, but also like I think they sprayed poison, sprayed too. like poison or this like black mist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like pesticides yeah. and like fucking heavy machinery clearing forests yeah. for fucking who knows what. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. Damn. And now look at me, I'm that guy. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, I'm fucking you're a dis- <laughs> Disney villain. A Disney villain. <laughs> So that's a Disney villain too. He fucking he. Uh, don't you skin dogs and make coats out of them and shit? <laughs> oh, what? I forgot you did that. That ep- this is what this episode's about. Is just yeah, you ferment Seth- dog coats and shit. Oh like just murder spree of small animals. <laughs> <sighs> I didn't realize that, that was an evil thing to do. <laughs> it, it feels pretty good when I do it. I don't know. Something about that warm blood on my fingertips. <laughs> oh um, man. We gonna get into it? What are we getting into? What do you want to get into right <clears throat> now on, well, on this lax episode we got going on? I don't know. Well, we have a few things. So I've been watching that Woodstock thing. Well, we could talk about that. Yeah. Um, I do want to honorably mention that Arrowheart game has now has a release date. Fuck yes, ah, September. Okay. September. September. I'm gonna play the shit out of that game. September on Steam. I Damn. was. I have been waiting. I thought it already came out. There's yep. a beta bullshit, and then I try to find it. I couldn't find yep. anything. It's been in development for like fucking forever. <sighs> I'm excited. Say how much it's going to cost on Steam? I did not. It see. can't be more than like I twenty bucks. Yeah, it's probably not too steep. No, it can't be more than like twenty, 20 bucks. Maybe. Yeah, that'd be bullshit if it's forty bucks. It's mm. a fucking Super Nintendo like kind of game. 
it's in like 16 bit or some shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's still it's takes, a brand new game. Yeah. With a full like with hours upon hours of gameplay. Yeah. No, I know, but <laughs> I don't know. That's like, 16 I would pay $40 for that's a link 16 to the past bit shit right now. though. So all you have to do is wait till November. Yeah. For the Black Friday like Steam event and then like every game on that site is like 80% off. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's totally. So dude, awesome. I buy dude. like I drop 150 bucks every every, you know, every November time and I get like a shitload of games damn and I still I don't have like I don't play enough to get I'm not even well just in case uh, the world ends through my library yet just in case the world ends bro you have that library of video games to play exactly but but everything's off Steam so if the world ends I would imagine the Steam servers (laughs) will also end (laughs) yeah so it wouldn't matter yeah I mean you'll be too busy trying to eat squirrels and people. try to survive. I'm going off people, man. It's a lot of meat, and they're easy to kill. People? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they're stupid sure. as fuck. Dumb. They have no instincts at all. Dumb. Squirrels asses. are hard to catch. <laughs> yeah. Humans. Right. You're like, hey, come here. And then they'll be what? like, what? And you're like, stab you. <laughs> now you're food. Right. Yeah. And now you have like a good hundred pounds of meat. Think about that. I mean, you could live off one human for, you know, a month maybe? Maybe even longer, depending on- You um, think? If you process like, that fat, yeah. the, the fat, think about the fat content you get right. there. Like yeah. That's, that's dense shit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All that fat, if you can like can it too, mm. you can make jerky if you dry it out. Or if you have a freezer, you can freeze that meat. There's it's, a, there, I mean, there's a weird psychological uh, th- barrier you have to kind of get through to oh, eat yeah. a person. But yeah. I I don't. It wouldn't come easy. I'm not. I won't be. I'm gonna be honest. It wouldn't come easy for me. We, you, we've talked about this before. Did we? Yeah. Eating human. Eating humans. Yeah. Remember? I think we, we talk about it a lot. We we in, <laughs> our, in fact, we've got like four podcasts on that. <laughs> Eating humans 101. Skinning and dressing the human. Remember? Processing. It was the uh, the Q episode. It was. Would you rather? Um, was it eat, oh. eat your best friend or eat your dog? Yeah, yeah. I think right. Eat your so your best. Fr- you're on a stranded island. And your no, fucking best no, no. friend's dead. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. He's already dead. Eat that or your living dog. Yeah, or your living dog yeah. and only companion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you yeah. eat the yeah. friend, yeah. of course. Oh, and you were going to eat him ass first. Yeah, I'd go after Seth's ass. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> get right between those cheeks <laughs> and... <laughs> it's nutritious. I might do a quad. I might I might start with a quad. Oh, yeah, that's going to be... Yeah. That's, that's a pretty beefy quad right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like all meat. Mm. And yeah. it, I mean, it probably resembles a nice fucking like roast in a sure. way. Keep that bone in for the marrow. What's the cut? I, I'm not familiar with my beef cuts, but what's the cut for like a, what's like a ribeye cut? And the a ribs? Rib. Yep. Okay. And the sirloin cut? Is sirloin? Oh, I'm not sure. It's like the top of the back? Mm, I don't know. So like there, yeah. I mean like, so like the tip, I think like the tips are like the back straps. Okay. In a way. Yep. yep. I think. And then the ribeyes, yeah, are like along the rib. So like you see a tomahawk with that big fucking bone. Yep. yep. Obviously you can have beef ribs too. And those are the ribs. And mm-hmm. then the, a lot of, I think the flank, flank steak is the, I want to say that's a neck. Is it? I, isn't like, the, I'm not Isn't sure. the flank like. Oh, on the side. It's like your. It's like uh, the top of the ribs. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 It's like your, it's the weird thin strip of your, like your ab muscles on the sides. Yeah. If you know, you're not a. <laughs> fat piece of shit yep <sighs> but yeah I mean <clears throat> if I like had like a little village of people 
and we needed to eat human all the time, I feel like I'd like have a couple chickens and then just have this one guy and his only job is to like butcher humans, mm. but he gets to eat chicken and everyone else will just eat like cuts of meat, but they never oh, see the clever. human, you know? Okay. They'll just see like, oh, you want some hamburger? You want this, that? And it's just one poor soul mm. that just butchers human all day. Yeah. But then he gets to eat chicken. That was uh, there was a whole thing, and that was a part of like the Walking Dead show. Was this whole like compound of people put oh. out this like message board and like spray painted it on all these like trail maps and like all around like come to sanctuary, we'll give you a safe spot. We're all like trying to survive here. Yeah, and then you get there, and then basically they just fucking eat you, cut your throat, and eat you. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <clears throat> yeah, it's fucked up, huh? Honestly, if the world was to end, my biggest fear would just be other people. Yeah. Well, yeah. what does the world ending mean, though? True. I don't know. Like, that, if the government collapses. You and think the government collapses is the world ending? Well, <sighs> what our world is, yeah. Like, where, like, there's no stores, there's no... Yeah, but if the government collapses, that doesn't mean there's no stores. In my world... Well, government I mean, if the government collapses, there's no laws. Just like pure anarchy. And there's nobody but holding the laws accountable, so then it becomes... Is there, though? <clears throat> is there? Is that what happens if government goes away? I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I that's mean, necessarily <clears throat> true. I mean, now, I'm not going to do it for free, but I'll do it for money. Now, now we're not... <laughs> we, okay, so I'm not necessarily talking about, like, national government, because when you break down, like, like, even if that broke down and people sort of, like... Like towns kind of became the new sort of over guided bodies, mm-hmm. trying to keep everyone town, civilized and town, managed. I mean, it would be an agreed upon sort of set of rules that towns would have to would abide by, or get murdered, or yeah. banished. But who's stopping some fucking crazy Confederate like army just rolling through, raping, pillaging? Well, that's. I mean, that's you know, it will happen. So, so if yeah, right. So if if all if let's just say some magical thing happened and. Everybody that's in a position in the government, like at every level in the whole entire world, they just disappear. Even like local, local everything. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. every single every. If you work for a, I'm definitely not going to work when the government collapses. That's no. for damn sure. If you sure. work for any kind of government, if you're a government employee, they all just disappeared. Yeah. What yeah. would happen? There's a chaos that there a, a power vacuum, a, a gigantic power vacuum gets created. Yep. Right. Yeah. So and then whatever. Whoever fills that void becomes the new government, whatever Me, that the might warlord. be. The warlord. You know. Mm. That would be interesting. But But if, I don't know if that would necessarily cause the end of the world though. No, no, but like the world as we know it. Well, there's no reason. It could, it could, I mean, it at that could, point. It, it could cause the end of the world, but would it cause the end of well, the world? Well, at that point, when when at something like that happens, yeah. it it's so profound and literally everybody knows about it oh yeah so there's no at that point in time there's no reason to go to your day job so what's the what's the world though is the world all these constructs that we put in place like governments and jobs and like it's all these things in modern day society that make us feel safe right absolutely it's that illusion of safe money the world isn't just the fact that there's living things on planet earth and they move around 
around and interact with each other. That's not the world. So the no the, the world is something different. The world is something different than planet Earth. Than planet yeah, yeah. Earth. Oh yeah, in the, yeah, in yeah. The things that inhabit the planet it. So, won't like implode. So the government. When was we gone. say the world is ending, we're talking about all my these world. all my these world, constructs baby. that we've put in place. Sure, For sure. Okay, because right. when I mean our talking about my world, baby, our sense of stability <laughs> in reality is beef is comes from all of that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. like no more taco bell that's my world <laughs> right. no more going to walmart to buy shitty right. technology like no like more all TV. these agreed upon rules yeah. so like i can't do this or i there's consequences okay you know what now that i'm thinking about it a little bit just now that i'm thinking about it just a little bit i think a bunch of major corporations and um, we'll try to take uh, over in a way. Oh yeah, I think I think that the vacuums would mostly be filled, especially in America, the rich by yeah by major corporations and <clears throat> hired um, mercenaries. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the, the, so there's <clears throat> so that interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. So um, I was watching. So Friday nights, it's like my, it's like my, I have a ritual where I like, I'll watch like an, either a new movie or I'll go back and relive like an old nostalgic movie. Okay. Okay. And, uh, I had a big disappointing moment last Friday uh -oh. when I relived a, a, a movie that I thought was so amazing yeah. and then I rewatched it and I just, I couldn't wait for it to be fucking over. Uh, like was I was it? just like, so was it <clears throat> running man? Running Man? No, Running Man is awesome. I fucking don't <laughs> understand that movie really? at all. What do you mean? It doesn't make any sense to me. I haven't seen it recently, so I'm, I'm not sure. Just keep going. Dude Sorry. becomes a prisoner, and then it's it, it becomes a game show, and then he basically Wait, sorry, breaks I'm out thinking of it. I'm thinking of the You're wrong movie. You're thinking of Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Oh, Blade Runner is awesome too. I know, right? It's like, but I could get how you could not get that. <laughs> I don't understand oh. Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah, not Running Man. Running Man is with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great fucking movie. <laughs> fucking That's a great zero. fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All those other fucking... all that shit is so cool. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Blade Runner makes no fucking sense. Um, so I watched. I went back and watched this uh, 1994 movie, um, Tank Girl. Okay, I've I'm familiar. That's with the I'm, chick, and she's like holding the fucking gun or something, and blonde uh, chick. Yeah, um, and she's got these weird kangaroo like army, uh, it, and she drives a tank. It's it's a very bizarre post apocalyptic world. Mm -hmm. Okay, and um, they're they're living on the fringe of society in this weird dried out like desert area. Infrastructure's collapsed. The only thriving government per se, is a corporation called Water and Power. <laughs> okay. And, right. and they have mercenaries. And yeah. basically their whole um, shtick as a corporation is to control all the water sources, so they have to... So, I mean, that's a pretty... Yeah, Who you control the water, you control a lot of power. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh. Yeah. So the, the head honcho is that weird... Um, you know him from... All sorts of stuff. He's like the guy from. Uh, do you ever? Do you ever see the original? Like one of the like Halloweens. He's like the psychologist. Okay. The white hair. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, this this movie was terrible. It was fucking awful. Terrible. Yeah. But you know, some of the 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 dialogue and stuff, I would, like hit some weird. Like, oh yeah, I this is familiar. I remember okay. this stuff. Okay. Um. But yeah, corporations, man, controlled it. Control mm -hmm. the water, hire mercenaries with guns. That's it, man. You you win. You win, yeah. You fucking win. 
Yeah, I was just saying if the world was to end. Who's yeah, that guy? The hardest part would be hiding from fucking people and trying to like yeah. survive and not get raped to death and shit. Yeah. Remember that movie, The Road? Yeah, fuck it, Vigio. Fuck, uh, dude, fuck. Vigio Morgenstein? Yeah, Vigio Morgenstein. <laughs> he was yeah. just trying not to get his kid raped and eaten the whole time. It's fucking horrifying. Yeah, that whole cannibal, like, crew. Oh. Like, yeah. He just doesn't want his kid to get eaten or raped. Yeah, that's brutal. Dude. It's fucking horrifying. That movie was rad, though. It was that's a sick-ass movie, movie, but it was scary. He was fucking scared his, his whole time. That, But that's the reality of it. That's so, uh, yeah. There's no reason for people to be nice at the the collapse of civilization unless you're a morally sound person or um, you're trying to build some sort of following or collective or something like that. But at some point, you I don't are going to be, you yeah. either have to commit some grotesque violence or you're going to be ordered to commit some grotesque violence. Right. I mean, I would like to say that I fucking, I don't have to kill somebody or rape somebody when shit like that happens. No. Unless they fucking, if I, unless it's like life or death and I have to fucking kill that dude to live. Right. I don't know. That sucks. But I mean, hey, who knows if you're fucking starving to death and, you know, and you got to like fucking eat and there's a pile of food right there and it's someone else's food. And I don't know, maybe you have to murder to fucking eat. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, in a tribal situation where your your framework from what's right and what's wrong comes from you being a part of that tribe and whatever threatens that tribe. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So... From one perspective, my tribe, I can think that you're the enemy, and so my people are going to attack you because you attacked me, mm -hmm. and then you could have the very same idea, and your thought is, I'm the enemy. Right. So it doesn't matter. Someone's getting eaten, though. That's someone's all I'm getting, saying. Someone's <laughs> butt is getting <laughs> eaten. We're just going down. I fucking watched this video just yesterday of a fucking um, jaguar or a cheetah. Not a cheetah. Is this a lion? I don't know. Some fucking large cat yeah. eating a deer's butthole. He rips the fucking whole asshole out, and it's like this fucking giant spaghetti, and he's fucking That's munching it. That's the fucking kitten mittens uh, video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's eating it, and then as he eats it, all the shit falls out at the end. Yeah. I was like, damn, what a savage. <laughs> That's a kitten video. Yeah, it's in uh, Sunny. When they're playing like all the loud noises and yeah. everything, like when he's walking on the table. Is making too much noise stomping it's a, around? Because it's, it's a cat in the tree, and it's yeah, like, yeah. like clawing and eating at its butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fucking watch it. He, he was like, he was eating and pinching it with his lips so he wouldn't get all the shit. Yeah. And at the very end, it just like all falls out. I was like, damn, dude. Why are you eating ass Why right ass there? first yeah. though? Like out of all that meat, that fucking lion eats that asshole first. I think that's a common thing, doesn't it? Isn't it have it's to do with some kind of- Softest part. Yeah. It's like tender and juicy and delicious. No bone. No yeah. bone, right. That makes softest sense. Softest part. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Damn. Did you guys, uh, so I was on um, Ultimate Guitar. Yeah. So every now and then I'll, I'll so I really only, I only visit like two websites in my day-to-day -day norm, Sputnik <laughs> Music and Ultimate Guitar. For music news, right? <laughs> For music news. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. And, and even on like, <clears throat> just to try to stay in the in the framework of like what's current. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but there's this they have this new series that i really like it's like the hidden meanings behind the song the oh song lyrics. okay that's cool that's cool so they did a f- <clears throat> they did a couple of ones but they did one where uh for the Rammstein song i don't know what it's called oh, it's, it's the or- one where the dude eats the dude's penis yeah yep. or- that's real yeah, yeah, that oh, whole real. fucking story, that German story. Wild, right? <clears throat> fucking wild. They fucking, you might know more about it because you read about it, yeah. but the guy was like, I'm looking for someone to kill me, right? Yes, to eat me, to murder me and eat me. Yeah, and then some guy's like, <clears throat> it was I'll like murder some you pro- and me. It was like a computer programmer puts out on a message board. It's like, please, I'm looking for someone to murder me and eat me. And somebody responded. He's like, "Yeah, man, I'll murder yeah. you and eat you." Yeah. And then they eat, eat they then, eat his dick together, right? Yeah, yeah. So they go, they meet up at his house, and yeah, they like they fucking they chop off the dude's dick. First, no, first I think they made a video and like like an agreement, like you know, this is something that I want. I'm not coerced. Like I want this person to kill and eat me. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, and they like fry up his dick and like some. And he eats his dick, both, right? Yeah, they both enjoy it. But it was, uh, I think they overcooked the meat and it got too chewy and tender and they couldn't, uh, they were having a hard time eating you it. You only get one and they <laughs> fuck it up. Right. <laughs> Bunch of chumps. They should have had me go there. Like, how do you want it? Medium rare? And I'll just, I'll be like pushing on the dick, feeling my thumb, pushing on the dick. Like, it's almost there. It's almost oh there. Oh, God. <laughs> you said medium rare, right? right. Sorry, hold on. <laughs> it's blue rare, baby. That shit's still fucking coming. <laughs> And like they, the dude like takes a bunch of painkillers, drinks a bunch of booze, and then he goes into a bathtub and tries to like bleed out, but he doesn't die, and so he ends up like getting they dude stabs him, and yeah, it's just fucking. It was just a wild story, man. And yeah. It's like to be in that mindset where you're like, I just want somebody to kill and eat me. That's that is. Oh, in, I mean, there's a lot of mental illness and like yeah. some weird shit going on there, man. Yeah, yeah. Plus, in, they're German. Yeah. Which makes it extra creepy and weird. Yeah, some of those Germans just scare the shit, shit out of right. me. They so, make too many fucking movies about them being crazy ass killers. What they? What do they expect? I mean, some of that's probably propaganda. Some oh, of yeah. it is yeah. like just like the the German language, the way it sounds. It's always angry sounding. Us, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's strange. Yep. Speaking of German language, September 9th, baby. I know. Mm. It's gonna be fucking fun. Rammstein. Rammstein at Gillette. Huh? Check that off the fucking music bucket list. That's just gonna be wild. Gonna dude. bring your sunglasses and your uh, fire retardant suit for that one. I have all my clothes from work are fireproof. <laughs> Perfect. I'm not wearing that shit. It's hot. Dude. Oh yeah, shit. It's yeah. heavy and thick. Yeah. I yeah, want. You don't want to get dehydration at uh, the Rammstein show. No. 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 Damn. I fucking saw a video of a girl and she's at this uh she's in like a fucking 20 story apartment building so she's kind of high up yeah and she's across she's like across from a stadium and ramp ramstein's playing and she says something like oh when you when the ramstein concert's on or whatever and you just see the fucking flames yeah. bellowing out of the top of the stadium like <laughs> fucking another 40 feet above the fucking top seats yeah and i'm like fuck this show is gonna be <laughs> sick um, the opener. Have you heard about the opener? Oh, I didn't even look. The opener of Ramstein is just doing class, playing piano, but doing all the Ramstein songs. What? But on piano that before be, they fucking do like that's in the class. Weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fucking weird. Okay. Yep. I did. I buy those tickets. I gotta log into my Ticketmaster and see. Like, I th- 
I don't remember. I don't remember. We're, we're, we're going to have to all log into our ticket because it was like two or three years ago yeah. that we bought these tickets. Yeah. Yep. Probably three years ago. Fucking yeah. like I've been I've been a fan of them since I was like real young. You like, showed like me eight them. or nine. Like, yeah. Like my brother showed me them, and I yep. just like Dude. something about that like industrial metal with the like heavy like dropped drop d riffages and Mm -hmm. just like the you know the pounding away just like resonated with me yeah but like i don't know any of their new shit now (sighs) but i just know that they throw on the most wildest fucking shows oh yeah yeah and it's it's just something to see man you have to i honestly don't know any of their music yeah (laughs) except for duhast yeah that's it that's all i fucking know but i'm fucking play that they better fucking play that. <laughs> they, play, they better play it like three times. <laughs> Opening it right in the middle where I'm the falling English, asleep. The English version, the German version. Yeah, they're just going to play me. the CD, all the remixes that were yeah. on the single that came out. <laughs> Fuck. No, but they got some good shit, man. I th- you'll, you'll like it. And if you like that song, like they definitely throughout their career have had songs that fit yeah. into that category, but they also do other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Oh. It's going to be fucking sick. Yeah. And then, so my buddy who I'm going with, his wife is about to burst. She's about to have a baby. And I think she's like due like the 9th, 10th, or 11th. So like when he goes to that show, like she could be having a baby any day. So he's got to get like VIP parking. And like, so if she has a baby, he can fucking get out of there and like drive up to, I think he's going to the North shore to have his kids. Oh my God. It's bold for him to even just try to go. And then, and then the next day we're all going to a fucking wedding. Um, my buddy's getting married the next day. That's right. That's right. And then we're going to do, then we're doing D we're doing tenacious D D D is a couple days after I'm fucking taking that day. That next day. I took that one day off. Fuck. I didn't Should you do a half day, Um, but I'm probably going to go on late that day because yeah, it's probably gonna be a late night but Oof, it's gonna be fucking fun yeah. we're gonna get a hotel nah, no no just not. drive back here yeah i'm down for whatever i don't know we'll see we'll see how it feel i'm fine with that yeah i'm yeah. gonna get after it though i got some other buddies that i used to work with that hit me up too they're all going too so nice. it's gonna be i really like the ri- the first original album of, of tenacious d so i hope they play i play, I, yeah. I have to imagine they're gonna play a pretty good mix definitely gonna play tribute stuff. For sure, tribute is like their one of their number one songs, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. The metal, probably. That's from the second album. Yep. I wonder oh. if that tour is going on right now. I think it is. But I just love that fucking first album, dude. You gotta check out Rise of the Phoenix, man. Oh, yeah, Rise I'll, of the I'll Phoenix. listen to Rise it. Rise of the Phoenix is fucking solid. Is the it? The new album is shit. It's the dog new, shit. The new album. I think is they're working shit. on a new, another new one. I think. Yeah. yeah. Jack yeah. Black's just doing so much shit that it's like he just got has to quit his day job and start r- just doing Tenacious D. That's where the money's at, bro. No more Jumanji with The Rock. No more fucking... Honestly, though, when he was in Tropic Thunder, that shit was so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. He's a heroin addict. Yeah. He keeps talking about his Skittles. <laughs> and then he's like, I'll fucking... I'll gargle the balls and swallow the gravy. <laughs> just come here. Just give me some of that. Give me some of my uh, Skittles. I need my Skittles <laughs> or something like that. So fucking funny. Are you looking up the set list? Um, I was just trying to see like what the tour dates are. Mm. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll fucking listen to Rise of the Phoenix on the way home. I kind of, yeah. The one 
when they like do the fucking movie, Tenacious D movie, pick a destiny, they pick a destiny. That's their second album, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's like yes. just from the movie. I fucking love that shit. So uh, we're seeing them on the third stop of the tour. It didn't start yet. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so we have no idea. So it's not posted yet. Like what the set lists are. No. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're playing North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and then they're coming up to New Hampshire. Damn. All right. No yeah. Boston. No, they're playing Connecticut, New Hampshire. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I got so many bubbles in my belly. Hey, when we saw yeah. them, we saw them in Boston, right? The uh, where we saw yeah, we Primus. Saw yeah. Okay. At the Pavilion, whatever the hell it's called, whatever bank sponsors <laughs> it next <laughs> right, or whatever. Right. Like every single year, it's a different bank. That was yeah. when we moved into Tuxbury, right? Yeah, like we like we day. moved in that day, and then we like had to rush to the concert. And <sighs> fucking, it's funny. Well, we bought tickets that day too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we're really? Just like like yeah, the day of the show, we're fucking going. And, like, what yeah. tenacious D's yeah. playing? Yeah, in? it was it was a whirlwind. Like, we went and we got beers at uh, Cambridge Brewing Company. We showed up late. And we showed up like we were like, fucking oh, we're a. gonna have plenty of time, and then we get that we're we're getting close, and we're like oh, fuck, that sounds like Tenacious D. And then we just started running, and we missed, like, the first song or two, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah, Damn. <clears throat> That's happened a few times where we go to a show but get beers beforehand and... Blackout, and then we, don't say the show We don't anticipate... All. We anticipate, like, uh, the like a few openers. Yeah. But then, like, it never happens, and then we, like, go in during the show, or, or we even missed... Like when we saw protests that one time, we missed them completely. I know, dude. And like August Burns Red was coming on. Yeah, couldn't believe that. Yeah. That was probably our worst uh, estimation. Usually we're pretty good though. Yeah, yeah. Usually yeah. we're like spot on, which is when we're when we're not spot on. That's when it like blows my mind. Like yeah. how the hell? Because most of the time, everything's running behind. Sure. You know? Like mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's a shit show, but yeah. I remember I went with Gina to see the Scary Kids show at the Palladium, and we gave it like 30 or 40 minutes before, and there was still like three fucking openers, and I was like, God damn it. Oh, yeah. If you've got a lot of openers, then you- I went with you. There was still like fucking yeah. three openers. Yeah. I was like, God damn it. We just- yeah, I mean- weird. Yeah. I don't mind it, but uh, it was just uh, like- <sighs> I think it was like a Thursday and I had work the next day. It was a weekday. And I was fucking tired already from work. And I was like, all right, let's just fucking stand here for five hours. (laughs) Dude, after that, so that was like, no, no. Well, the BT band was the last show that I went to. Um, But after that Scary Kid show, we had to work the next day. Yeah. Every concert that we I have scheduled for since I'm I've taken the day after off. Yeah, and that's my ne- that's my new thing now. Yeah, I've got so much fucking time off. Like <laughs> I'm ta- I, every concert I book now, it's I'm taking next work off, off the next so day. So worth it to get that sleep, man. Fuck yeah, yeah. fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Plus, Ugh. if you want to have a few beers there, and you're like you're still riding high, and you come home, and you're like, fuck, I'm like I'm feeling good, I'm high energy. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I got a little sick after that show. I got like a sore throat. Just yeah. like being in a room with a bunch of fucking people. Hot, sweaty. <laughs> it was like perfect temperature for bacteria oh, and yeah. like diseases. Oh, yeah. They're just like, oh, yeah, they're swimming in it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're we all getting sick tonight. <laughs> it's kind of around COVID shit, you know? It's like that getting that trench mouth, man. Oh, yeah. It was kind of funny, too, that concert. They raised a glass of beer 
for like a, f- a friend who died of like addiction. Yeah. And I'm like, let's do drugs to, to remember salute. this guy who died of drugs. <clears throat> right. I mean, that's a pretty common occurrence. And I was just silly. I was thinking of it. I was like, this is fucking weird. Right. Yeah. Doing drugs for, to honor someone who died of drugs. <laughs> now, Hattie shot himself on stage. Yeah, that'd be fucking bad. Let's I'm like, a, I'm, like a, I'm good. Let's, <laughs> okay. let's do a suicide salute to uh, our buddy here. Jesus. He blows his brains out, and then we all have to shotgun a beer. <laughs> Ugh. But yeah. It's James, like the, you don't know about that trench mouth, though? Do you know about trench mouth? No, what the fuck is trench mouth? <laughs> and I get it from drink. I forgot how we even brought it up. You can fucking get it from drinking feces water. Is what you can <laughs> festival festival water trench mouth dude Woodstock trench 99 mouth. is crazy man trench mouth yeah that sounds disgusting <clears throat> sores and shit in your mouth from like from drinking shit water dude. from drinking shit water yeah. how do you water. drink shit water well the 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 pipes get crossed and then you're fucking is that what happened that, all dude, all kinds of stuff fucking happened, man. Dude. Yo, drinking shit water. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about what's talk ninety nine. Let's right. let's start from the beginning. Go ahead, Tom. go for it. Because I'm a I'm I don't know shit about shit. Okay, I'm not to gonna go super in depth because literally. So, um, how did this come up? The how reason did, I don't know. The reason everybody's talking, and when I mean everybody, I mean like five people I know. Right. <laughs> so Patty's, Patty's talking about it at work. That's fucking everybody. Me, but Netflix recently released a documentary called Train Stock. Train wreck. Train wreck. The story of Woodstock, nineteen ninety nine, or whatever. Yeah, and it kind of blew up. Like a bunch of people have been watching it and everything, and it's kind of um, like I remember that Woodstock ninety nine was a thing, but it's 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 kind of a forgotten. Like people don't really talk about it. People haven't no. talked about it since it fucking happened. Basically, twenty years ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, I remember hearing about it. But I don't ever remember about hearing anything about what happened. Yeah. Like, none of the aftermath. I Granted, I was what? Fucking we, we were like 12. 12 at the time? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. pre, like, cell phone? Yeah, definitely. So. Definitely. It's just, like, just barely getting into the internet and everything like yeah. that, you know. Um, but essentially, you know, the Woodstock Festival originally happened in 19, 1969, and it's looked as this, like, big peace, love festival. There was shitloads of people that were there. We're talking... The estimates are weird because they sold so many tickets, or the first one was free or something, but... Um, no, I thought they there were tickets sold, but... There were tickets sold, but a bunch of extra... The fences came down, and everybody just sort of, like... Well, that happened to every, so every single Woodstock there's been. Yeah. um, So there was, there's three official Woodstocks, 69, 94, 99. Yeah. And all three of them, the estimate, the people estimates are are weird because so many extra people snuck into the festival. Each one of them. Damn. But the original Woodstock is like, like, it was like this, the hippie movement is happening. Vietnam was happening. It was yep. supposed to be this big, like we're all coming together to protest for a cause. And there's just, there's so much myth around the original Woodstock being this great peace, love, hippie thing, but it had its problems as well. Yeah. But Woodstock 99 is looked at, it, it was just a complete <clears throat> shit show. Hmm. And it was like, um, 
it, it completely, you know, it completely collapses at the end by like the third day. It was a three day festival, which was really actually a four day festival because there was a pre-show that lasted all day. That isn't consistent. Like those bands oh, really? that pl- those Run. bands that played the pre-show <clears throat> didn't really play Woodstock, but it happened on the festival grounds and it was a whole day. And if you bought tickets to Woodstock, you also could go to the pre-show. So if like you were showing up early or whatever. So it's, it's essentially four days where it culminates into giant fucking fires and shit being torn down in literally, like if you look at the footage, the before and after footage, it looks like a post-apocalyptic wasteland. It's yeah, it looks fucking like a fucking war zone. Yeah. It's Damn. fucking insane. Um, so this, this Netflix documentary, which I think was great. I haven't watched the HBO one, which came out a year or two before the Netflix one. I want to, I want to get on that, but ham city, watch that one. I did. I watched them both this morning, actually. <laughs> <laughs> like, spent so like it's like four hours fr- it's digging into this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and the uh, the HBO one, it's it's a similar, it's a very similar story. But the HBO one has a has a little bit of a different narrative, more for. So my, my interpretation is the Netflix one really talked about the disaster of the of the concert. Yeah, the <clears throat> terrible conditions, everything that took like came everything that led up to the fucking crazy yeah. e- ending of it right right yeah. yeah but they were less focused on the music and the artists yes yeah 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 and and more like behind the scenes stuff exactly the hbo documentary actually used uh there was a lot more focus on the artists and okay. their interpretations of the show that's cool that's cool yeah for sure yeah cuz that was one of the things about the um the documentary, the the Netflix documentary that left me wanting more because they did talk about certain music, musical artists and everything. And they showed footage, but I was, I, I immediately like after watching the documentary and I knew some of the bands that played and they even show like tour posters and, and stuff. And I'm like, they didn't even touch on some of the biggest artists of all time <laughs> that were at this festival. So I'm like, yeah, like Metallica. Yeah. There was zero mention no, of Metallica in there, the Netflix. There was one clip of Kirk Hammett. Talk. Oh, you there right. Was yeah, one yeah. clip of Kirk yeah. Hammett, and that's the only. But, but just they, you know, the capitalists and like yeah, capitalists. But, stuff. but they didn't even say this. I'm pretty sure in the documentary they didn't say like Kirk Hammett of Metallica. Yeah, yeah. It's just a cl- if you know yeah. who Kirk Hammett is. Yeah. Then okay, yeah. The, <clears throat> now you know. Like but, DMX was there. Yeah, DMX was there and put on one of the most like prolific fucking like his is one of the most uh, the biggest sets that's talked about. HBO oh. shows all of that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's fucking. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> because because if you think about this concert, well, yeah, what was it? What was the whole thing? Okay, dude. So Wood, so Woodstock three day festival. Um, the the lineup is especially for Woodstock ninety nine is fucking insane. It's like like really good or just like it's all weird. over the no, place. It's like it doesn't. It's all it's all over the place. But it, it was basically just like the biggest acts of the late nineties. Okay. Like, regardless of genre. Regardless of genre, they they literally just like looked at okay, who are the biggest acts right now? We're getting all of them. Okay. It's fucking insane. Like, you want me to just rattle off some for sure, you? Sure, go for it. Okay, so um, on uh, on day one, it opens with James Brown, which was fucking. Did I, you, I get it. It's like an homage to the you know the sixties and seventies. Exactly. It. Yeah. But then you've got DMX, Cheryl Crow, Offspring, Corn, and Bush. 
And Metallica. Metallica the, ended. No, that, oh, no, was, that was Saturday. That, that's Saturday. Friday. Yeah. So I mean, then, that's a pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it it's, is cool. It's fucking wild. So that's the, that was the main stage. I'm not even touching on the fucking, the second stage or the emerging artist stage or the rave hanger. Yeah. The rave hanger. So the rave at, hanger. So the, the emerging artist stage yeah, be, yeah. at night became a rave, uh, a, a rave show. So essentially what would happen is after all the rock acts and the rap acts and everything was done for the day. At midnight. at midnight, it would turn into a rave in the hangar until five in the morning. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah. And, and like, then they would start again at eight a.m. Right? Uh, I don't know if it was necessarily that early, but it was pretty early yeah. uh, in Jesus the morning when they'd start Christ. playing again. So, like, literally, you could be occupied twenty four seven when wow. you, when you're at this fucking festival. Um, but the the second day, uh, Saturday, you get um, Kid Rock, Wyclef Jean, Counting Crows, Dave Matthews Band, Alanis Morissette, Limp Bizkit, Rage Against the Machine, and Metallica. Damn. Like, what the fuck? All over the place. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Damn. That's wild. Yeah. In, in fucking sane. And then the last day. Uh, on the main stage on Saturday in the rave hangar was uh, Fat Boy Slim and Moby. <laughs> so so Moby was actually um, or Moby was before he was yeah day one day one and then um, Fat Boy Slim was day two yeah and uh, so last day Ooh, Sunday man. on your main stage you get Willie Nelson Brian Setzer Orchestra Everlast Elvis Costello Jewel Creed and Red Hot Chili Peppers what about Megadeth. Uh, Megadeth actually did play. They were on um, the second stage on that day, as well as Godsmack. So I didn't even I, like. Yeah, there's I a just, bunch of other giant acts yeah, that yeah. also play, or acts that went on to be giant that played the second stage. Yeah, damn, which is fucking wild. Yeah, wild. Yeah. Um, but literally, like, so I and I, there was this myth of this act that was after Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, so so the Red Hot Chili Peppers were closing out the whole thing, they, but um, there was all these rumors going around that there was going to be this this final act after the Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was going to it was like oh it could be Bob Dylan it could be th- there was all Anything. these they were throwing out all these different acts that it could and be like and stuff. The attendees had like this is like this is bum scoop going around the attendees and also the fucking the staff the staff like there was a, like so no like no one knew they 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 heard that there was going to be this big thing that happens after the Chili Peppers play. But what ended up happening is all they did was show a tribute to Jimi Hendrix like from the original Woodstock because yeah, yeah. he put on one of the most famous performances at the original Woodstock. Um, f- quick fun fact about that that I learned recently because I've been going deep on all this shit was that Jimi Hendrix was supposed to play at midnight at Woodstock, but there were, it, everything got so fucked up that he didn't end up playing. In the morning, like he Sunday morning. The, on Sunday morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is fucking wild. Fucking wild. Like imagine like- Did, af- they, did they play at the original Woodstock all night? Or did they stop? And then, like, people, uh, I, I I'm know. not. I'm not sure of the exact yeah, set times and yeah. stuff. Other than that fact that like Jimi Hendrix didn't play until the morning. Sunday morning, and, and then he, he played that his most famous like Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, that's like one of the most iconic moments from uh, the original guitar. Woodstock was when he plays the Star Spangled Banner. He lights his guitar on fire, all that shit. Mm. Um, and Wyclef John poorly. Oh my god, dude! If anything. <laughs> Look up the video of Wyclef John doing the Star Spangled Banner at Woodstock 99. And trying to and, get his Kadar on fire. Oh my God, it's fucking hilarious. Is it cringy? <laughs> it so, sounds so, so cringy. cringy. It's so cringy. Like, it, 
you want it's one thing to listen to the audio of it but then it's another thing to actually watch the video of him doing it because there's so much weird just and this is one of the things that i love about woodstock 99 is there's all these weird little things about so many of the different sets that happened and i'm only learning this because i've been listening to this podcast called woodstock 99 and the way that they're laying all of it out podcast 99 sorry podcast 99 they're going way in depth to every like every single act they're basically taking the whole entire um the, the festival yep. and going through it day by day really and then oh i can't wait to listen oh to dude this. it i'm only on i'm almost through day two yeah and each episode's like an hour hour and a half long in some episodes they devote to just one artist because yeah. it's that much to cover and then others they do multiple artists but they'll give you a, a brief backstory on that artist and then they'll say okay here's some notable things that happened during their set or yeah, yeah. and then they'll like play some clips and everything but there's so much wacky shit that happened during this festival that they've uncovered. And these guys are going so deep, like they're getting local news coverage and like uh, videos that like stuff that people haven't actually seen mm. and all this shit. Like it's fucking wild though, dude. It's so fascinating to me. I've been on this kick so, for like two weeks. So now. let's, Damn. let's start from the beginning. So the idea so the the whole festival is thrown through this these two co-founders so the the one who was in charge of the original woodstock um this guy michael lang michael he was lang. the guy that put he was uh instrumental in putting on the original woodstock yeah cool so we did a woodstock 94 and that was you know moderately successful yeah um their only downside to that festival was the gates came down so everybody was getting into the show for free they didn't make they didn't end up making a bunch of money yeah. um which was a problem because they were trying to make they had so you look up the lineup for woodstock 94 and that shit's epic as hell too yeah, yeah like yeah. yeah yeah but like so their whole point now was we didn't make any money on 94 if we're gonna do this we we have to make sure that we turn a profit yeah yeah which makes sense i it mean does. it's like you have 40 of the top artists you have to pay yeah. them you have to pay them yeah and it's a festival where you have to provide grounds and venues and like all Food, kinds of stuff water yeah all that. so they were like okay how do we do this so they find a venue called uh griffiths air force base in rome new york yes which that alone like so it's woodstock peace and love blah 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 and, and then they have it, at, it it, it was a, fucking... a de it was a decommissioned right. military base but nonetheless there was still like fucking uh jets and shit <laughs> yeah. and like these giant hangars and everything so it's a little grim when you're thinking about like oh this is like, like a if i'm gonna trip on acid yeah and being like at a fucking air force base like <laughs> full of like weird military industrial complex machinery hell yeah, yeah dude that's not that's a good weird, setting it's a weird setting yeah it's yeah. mostly tarmac and fucking hard ground it's not like rolling hills and grass and all yeah, that yeah. shit you know it's not like a peaceful setting whatsoever yeah. so here's what they did so they they landed on this the mate they got the mayor involved the mayor was endorsing it so the way the 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 grounds broke down you know they tried they actually it they, i got to give them credit because they did try they they cut too many fucking corners that but, was the big thing if they didn't cut so many corners they could have pulled this off better yeah uh, but 
but still, there there was so much that they had to go. So you had them. your two stages: your first, your primary, and your secondary stages. Each was a mile apart. If you think a of mile. a big tr- a big triangle, yeah, and and the whole base had like two miles of wall surrounded it. And so they set it up. They had different um, areas of the ground. You had a, your tenting sort of staging area where you can camp. Mm-hmm. You had your grounds for like your your um, food vendors and all that stuff. They even set up um, grounds for like uh, like showers, your water stations, your bathrooms. Like they really did their best to sort of make sure that. It, all this stuff was accommodating yeah. and but they vastly underestimated the amount of people that um, would sneak in and they uh, they didn't have enough porta potties they didn't have enough water stations they didn't have enough shower stations yeah 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 um, and, and they also they they subcontracted their food and all that shit so they were like running out of food and the waste management and the way they subcon yeah they subcontracted contracted all this shit they started running out of everything so the prices got gouged to high hell um one thing though that you don't they don't really mention which it kind of like locks you into this mindset that like all these people showed up and then they were just stuck yeah um but they weren't like you could leave in like come back in yeah some people got hotels outside of the festival Mm. so they weren't sleeping on the ground so you could just leave Woodstock yeah go to a restaurant out there you could go to you know fucking but granted a lot of people were camping inside so those people that were camping inside had a fucking miserable time because the accommodations were lacking but you could go out in the room it's like you're stuck there you weren't really stuck there yeah like you could fucking leave Mm. although it traffic and roadways were blocked to fucking all hell in Mm -hmm. in the peak times of people trying to get in and get out you know well it was interesting so they did have like a water so you would check in you go through security and now their security was like um like a word of mouth like hey we're looking for people to play security here for this venue do you want in we'll pay you 500 bucks yeah cool sign your name here you take a, a three-hour class. You'll do a post-test for security. We'll give you all the answers. Give you a yellow shirt, a lanyard, you're in. It what wasn't a professional security staff so, at all. <laughs> so these people would, the security, quote, security, would go into the show. That they called the Peace Patrol, by the way. Peace Patrol. Yeah. I wouldn't sign up just for that name. And they would, <laughs> they would, they would, uh, they basically, like, they'd get into the show. They would confiscate your shit, steal your shit, like your your booze, your water, um, you go through the checkpoints. Yeah, they didn't let you bring in any food or water. But you know what they did let you bring in? Your drugs. A whole shitload of drugs. You can bring drugs. <laughs> yeah. Drugs are allowed. No food or water, though. Well, it was funny because, like, in the Netflix documentary, they show, like, oh, yeah, the, the security was, like, searching us thoroughly and taking all our food and water. And then, like, five minutes later, they just cut to big bag of drugs. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute. So they didn't take the fucking drugs, but they didn't really go into any HBO depth. does. HBO does? Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so basically... The idea was that people were paying off that the peace patrol okay. to bring in their drugs. So and why weren't they paying them off to let them bring in their food? I know. So <laughs> there was a dude there who was like, he's like, yeah, man, I like, I became friends with one of the peace patrol guys, and everything that they repossessed, fucking, I gave them money for, and now I have all that stuff. Oh my god, dude! And like, uh. and dude, even some of the peace patrol guys were like selling their yellow shirts. 
Oh, yeah. Because yeah, they had yeah, backups. Yeah. Or yep. they were like, yeah, $400. I'll give you my Peace Patrol shirt. So <laughs> now you're one of the security guys, but you're just doing that so you can walk around to like Steal fucking restricted shit. areas yeah. and stuff. And oh. then they, and dude, they were going in the Peace Patrol and they were just like, fuck it off. Yeah. They got into the show, took yeah. their shit off. Yeah. Some people just did it like and then just, to get into the show. And then yeah. they go collect a paycheck at the end of the day. Yeah. And they just fucked off with the well, people. Ap- apparently, uh, after day one, it was the, the first day was such a shit show that, ha- or, 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 you know, uh, logistically, anyways, um, I think they started off with around 1,200 of the Peace Patrol or something like that, mm. but only like a little over 200 of them actually clocked in on day two. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it was something, some shit like that. <laughs> I could totally see that happening. Yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not fucking doing this anymore. Yeah. I'm going to well, go party with all these well, dudes. Dude, it was like, it was crazy. So, like, with the water stations, the shower stations. So, there was areas that you could fill up water and, and like, get stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But the lines were so long. You take, like, an hour, hour and a half just, just to fill like up your a, water bottle. And, and people were there. So, this, we're talking, th- like, Close to three hundred thousand people. Jesus. Yeah, they they estimate it could be th- uh, uh, three hundred to five hundred thousand, depending like yeah, depending depending on the t- time of day or whatever it's the like fuck. Fucking bunch of ants. So like, yeah. dude. So like, people were like, but people were so gross that they were like showering in this in the in the drinking water areas. They were fucking bathing. They were like peeing, like. They broke pipes in order to get access to water before Jesus, the fucking. Yeah. Like and it just became this thing where all the porta potties overflowed. Everybody was what they thought were like playing around in mud was just piss and urine and yeah. Ugh, it's fucking gnarly. Getting trench dude. mouth and yeah, yeah. People were getting so, they were drinking that shitty water. So they had a they had a team whose their job was to make sure that there was fresh, safe water for everybody to drink at the fucking venue. So they were testing it. They were like um, uh, plating. F- you know, taking cultures. samples, plating them, getting cultures, and then growing up to see if there was any bacteria. Yeah. And, and there by was day three, shitloads of bacteria. There was like, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And it was just like. Yeah, there's this one girl in the documentary. She's talking about how she got trench mouth, and her mouth was just all fucking sores and shit. And like, oh, that would contaminate her water. Me. Yep. Leaving a festival and your mouth's just full of sores. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yep. The the gross so I mean concert aside I mean let's talk about I mean I, if it's okay with you like let's talk a little bit more about like I forgot or I didn't really like I guess I'd never really considered the the direction of music at that time fucking new metal was the, a big part right like the, some of the biggest acts like. At the time, it was fucking new metal, dude. It was corn, Limp Bizkit, mm. um, Kid Rock, Kid Rock, Rage Against the Machine. Like, come on, man. Yeah. And like this, this wasn't about peace and love. And like, I mean, the the baby boomerish people who experienced Woodstock were trying to relive this nostalgia. Yeah, with yeah. modern day music, doesn't and it's work. not the fucking same. No fucking way. Oh yeah. And like the the state of our culture and where we were in in the nine you know the nineties we're mosh pitting and shit oh yeah yeah dude. you know yeah. and the thing was is like you know they put together this bill of bands and 
They didn't listen to them. <laughs> they didn't. They, yeah. So they just assumed it was fine. But yeah. like when you really dig into this music, it's it's meant for, you know, the angsty, angry fucking people. Trump rock mm-hmm. rebellion shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's it's wild to always think back on this period of music and and uh, think that it was that popular. Yeah, like oh, I know. these bands sold so many fucking CDs, and I when I say CDs, I mean fucking CDs, yeah. <laughs> like the physical CDs, millions upon millions of copies. Kid Rock's uh, was it? Devil Without a Cause. Yeah. yeah, that was his first album. His, his big hit. His that was his first big hit, but it was like his like fourth album. Oh, really? Yeah, and that album went fucking platinum. Damn. Like it, it, in in it came out a year before Woodstock '99. Like huge, huge, and fucking Limp Biscuit, man. <laughs> like, come on, dude. I remember in the '90s, I wanted. I wanted, I liked Limp Bizkit. Yeah. And, and and actually, like, I never had money. And and the uh, that whole fucking chocolate starfish hot dog flavored water. Yeah. Like, that album <laughs> yeah. was, like, my, like, I've always wanted to get a copy of that when I was a kid. Yeah, and I yeah, never yeah. had the money for it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Um, but, dude, like, that, so that whole generation of music of just, like, anger and all that stuff. So, like, this... When you think of the Woodstock 69 people who showed up, well, what comes to mind as far as like that demographic? You picture like a peace loving hippie fucking yeah. tie dye. Yeah, you, you think know, of hippies, tie dye in your hair. Acid, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely acid. Lots of yeah. acid. LSD, deadheads, fucking yeah. so guy th- looking like me right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, long hair, you got the tie dye. Yeah. yeah. And the people are just hammered, fucking beating each other up. Yeah. So now the demographic for Woodstock ninety nine is like it's your twenty four year old frat boy. It's your white right angry, you know, w- affluent fucking white boys. Right. And they're just angry. For no reason. And they're just pissed off because their life's mad. hard. Right, yeah. <laughs> their life's hard. And and like the I never really kind of considered that as far as like with who was listening to that music at the time. And then when you look at like MTV and and the shape shift that that went through with mm-hmm. it started out as being a rebellious kind of like counterculture you know, yeah, music sure. TV show ended yeah. up in the '90s becoming a corporation, like boy band focused medium. Yeah, right? well, you even see at one point like The Offspring played, and uh, as like one of the things during their stage set, they bring out like these dolls that have masks on them that look like the Backstreet Boys, and then they kind of like fucking you know beat them all down and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know? silly. Yeah, it's it's silly, but. Yeah, it, it's fucking wild, man. It's it's so wild. It was a interesting. It was a, it was interesting, kind of like to think. So uh, on on that topic, how you're talking about like, oh, there's these all these frat boys and stuff and whatever. I think that that was a certain percentage of the crowd, but there was also like just a lot of normal people or people that like certain bands or people that were there and then. Um, a good uh, point I think that the podcast 99 guys brought up was that if you if this wasn't billed as like a metal show it wasn't billed as a hard rock show it's billed as Woodstock so there's a certain like um, 
a certain way that that feels like when you think you're going to Woodstock, like if you're going to a metal show, there's all these expectations like, um, of like mosh pit culture. And like a lot of the people that go to that show, go to a metal show, they kind of know how the rules work. Like there can be chaos, but it's more of a controlled chaos. There's like a, so now when you're having these bands that have stuff like mosh pits and like crowd surfing and all this stuff, mingling with Dave Matthews fans, (laughs) yeah, mingling with Dave Matthews fans and mingling with like people that don't know what's going on and mingling with like these frat boy weirdos who might like Limp Bizkit or whatever, but aren't like privy to how like the rules of a mosh pit work and how that culture exists. Cause that like, we've been a shitload of metal shows back in the day. And there's a lot of mosh pits, but you see, like, if somebody falls down, you, everybody stops you, you, and picks you, you them pick up. You pick them back up. Like, there's all these things that make it work where, like, it looks brutal, but it's there, it's a different thing going on there. So, if you see that and you're interpreting it, like, without knowing how the culture works and everything, yeah, yeah. it can get completely turned on its head and go crazy. Sure. You know? <clears throat> For sure. I will say, like, what made me very uncomfortable like very uncomfortable and and it really pissed me off was <laughs> so there was a lot of like so when we think of the 90s you know there was a lot of like the girls gone wild sort of like show your tits kind of like mm-hmm. mentality those videos were coming out and that was like you know you would be you'd watch comedy central at like 11 p.m and there'd oh, be yeah. a, a girls gone wild infomercial oh, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know and there was like this the whole thing at that festivals was just like dudes like lots of dudes just victimizing women and like show us your tits and like dude like female acts would be playing like Cheryl Crow mm-hmm. fucking uh, Rosie Perez would come on stage or like Alanis Morissette and everybody's yelling at them yeah show us your tits show yeah, us your really? yeah oh yeah dude. <laughs> like super what the fuck and it so um, show us your tits that that that's one of the things that the 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 podcast 99 guys are like documenting as they're going through all these sets because there's so much footage and it's so fucked up but there's so much footage of like girls like crowd surfing and they're topless or whatever and guys like clearly like groping and molesting them like right out in the open in like not not in like a front they're not like oh yeah i want this it's like it's it's like malicious it's like bad like like trying to stick their fingers in their fucking pussies and shit and and it gets like so like i said i'm like halfway through this podcast where they're like documenting all their stuff and you can see like as the days are going on and as certain things are happening the aggression getting worse and worse and it's it's fucking wild dude like Like, these dudes were like were like literally just like if some girl's just like having a great time, enjoying mm-hmm. the show, yeah, yeah, maybe she's a little topless or like she's having a little fun, but then she would just get swarmed by dudes, yeah, really? and like dudes yeah. would like literally go up to go up to these fucking poor people and start ripping her ripping her clothes off, yeah. Jesus, and it's just fucking like, aggressive, dude. And and the thing about this is on the document. This is in the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, they show this shit in the documentary. And the thing about it, I mean, so there's been there was a bunch of rapes and stuff happening. And and what made me so fucking just furious was like 
the owners, Lang and, oh, and yeah. Shear, were They're just trying like, to cover it up. They're like, oh, this this was only like a small group of people that were like couple perpetrating. Couple of bad apples. Yeah, it's like everything's fine. Right. But they, they were trying, because they were doing press conferences like at the beginning and the end of each day to just kind of ease the media's attention and being like, oh yeah, like everything's right. everything's fine. We're yeah. all fine. But like, it, it just, it fucking made me so disgusted. Like- how do you do how, that to how, a person? Exactly. How do you fucking do that to somebody? Yeah, people yeah, are yeah. shitbags. People are fucking terrible, dude. Yeah. People are terrible. But the fact that most of the Peace Patrol security was absent for most of the show, when you were in those walls, when you were in Woodstock 99, it was a lawless country, man. Oh, yeah. And anything went. Do any drugs you want fucking rape as many women as you want Damn. and dude there was nobody there to enforce yeah there's no cops there or anything zero no because they that was something they didn't want to have a bunch of cops around because they didn't want it to be like this is supposed to be peace love and like right, Woodstock right, and right, anti-establishment right. and everything right so if you have a bunch of cops walking around it's like uh, yeah, you know. always get your eyes peeled and yeah, you're yeah. worried about and like towards the end of the, like the third day when they were so so their send off in an effort for uh, this is fucking why this is Columbine. probably one of the most wild fucking things about the whole so in an effort to in solid area of anti-gun violence there was some non-profit organizations that were trying to do a candlelight vigil mm-hmm. and so during the chili pepper set they thought it would be a great idea to hand out candles to hundreds of thousands of people Hundreds yeah. of thousands. Hundreds of thousands. Let's candles. give everybody an open flame. Fire. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, we're going to do this in solidarity and we're going to fucking, you know, it's going to be a beautiful moment. You get a bunch of fucking drunk, angry white boys and they just start setting fire to every fucking thing. Let it burn. Dude, it's the footage is wild. Just burning everything. Dude, it's burning. so fucking wild. Like, it's, it's almost unbelievable. Like the the size of the fires, they're just feeding them with uh, anything that is flammable. They just keep feeding these fires. Yeah. They're setting like towers on fires and, and pulling sound towers down and stuff. Jesus, it's like so, <laughs> fucking just insane. burning yeah. speakers. Well, so that's the yeah, thing is yeah, like yeah. they it started out there was a couple of fires. Yeah. And then Red Hot Chili Peppers set ends, you know. Or, well, so th no, th this is this is another thing that happened. So part way through the Chili Peppers set, the, when, when the fire, the first fires are being lit, um, one of the festival guys comes out and he's like, uh, "Like, hey, the, the the fires aren't part of the show. Stay away. We're having the fire department come because they had a fire department like yeah. on the grounds, but the fire department refused to come." They're like, we're not fucking going out there. Those people are crazy. Damn. So they just let the fires burn. And then like the one of the festival guys, the directors, uh, uh, is telling like Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, he's like, go out there, try and calm the people down. And he goes out and proceeds to do a tribute to Jimi Hendrix and plays the song Fire. Damn. <laughs> fucking A, yeah. And just gets everyone fucking riled up. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. What a fucking savage. Yeah, it's fucking wild. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's all the fucking rock stars back then were all about. It was anarchy and fucking, like, against the establishment. And that dude was probably, he's, like, part of the establishment in yeah. a way. Yeah, so those those fires Fuck. at the end are just fucking out of control, <laughs> man. What? What was um and so two I I do have a couple of points I want to point out so yeah. like um 
earlier in the like I think it was the second day um like corn play or not corn yeah corn was the, day one and the end of the first one. night corn played the set and yeah. the footage from that was crazy the the crowd Why? just like j- j- just everybody getting into it and like there's so many people it's a sea like, of people 300,000 people like jumping up and down to a corn song Damn. was it was fu- i mean it was a cr- it was a really beautiful sight and yeah. it was but it was like gnarly yeah like yeah. the force from that and so limbiscuit on the second day comes out and you know he's got a song called break stuff Oh shit! And so he gets the crowd going, Break and like, stuff. Yeah. you ever have a day where this, and you want to f- say fuck that, fuck that, fuck this, and then he goes into that song, break stuff, and the crowds fucking lose their goddamn minds, and they start ripping plywoods off, like boards and everything, and just like start so, tearing the whole place down. Jesus yeah. Christ! And from a musician perspective, playing a show. Across like three hundred thousand people responding to you. That's a yeah, lot yeah. of energy, dude. It's That's a crazy a amount of energy. energy. Yeah, and, yeah. And like as a Seth, you've performed many times in front of people. Mm-hmm. Like when crowds get into it. Oh, it's exciting, man. It's and I, ex- I, I can't imagine that many people. <laughs> like I can't even fucking fathom. I think the most people I played for is but probably close to a hundred. Yeah. Right. And um fucking a hundred thousand two three four hundred thousand like what the fuck dude (laughs) so so like for to have people respond to that it's like you as a performing artist is like that's the dream that's like oh yeah that's the apex of your career yeah yeah. that's the whole reason why you're fucking doing this right 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 so like jonathan davis has been quoted i think is saying like that was like one of their greatest fucking shows ever damn like i mean and by the looks of it man it probably was yeah no question that's a lot of fucking people man they don't get much bigger than that no they don't get much bigger than that dude so like they fucking they like had the, the best night of their lives performing but you know the staff the 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 head honchos uh, Michael Langdon and John Cher, like we're blaming the artists for quote inciting riots and like mm. doing all this crazy shit, mm-hmm. and like trying to pin everything on them. Yeah, oh, yeah, silly. Which is fucking what? Like, because you yeah, want me yeah. to play my songs. That's what happens. Yeah, when shit happens. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it was just it was wild. But uh, again, when everything was done. So Red Hot Chili Peppers play the song, the Jimi Hendrix cover, Fire. And after that, they finished their set. And everybody in the crowd was still anticipating that magical, like... They thought that there was going to be a, the mystery another, artist. another artist, but then they just throw that Jimi Hendrix, like, you know, footage, that classic Jimi Hendrix footage up on a big screen. And, and so the night's over, they didn't get... A magical fucking white yeah. buffalo artist. Yep. Yeah. And so they felt cheated. And and of course, you know, the theme about this whole Woodstock was it was corporatized. Everybody was they were price gouging fucking everybody, the facilities, everything was fucking cut cornered. So they were just fucking the audience members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So end of the fucking show, they felt that was the straw that broke the camel's back. 
And that was when they set fire to everything. And they started looting all the vendors. They were like busting open ATMs. They were fucking, Woo. dude, it was getting wild. Uh, but I think the most wild fucking thing that happened when they were like lighting all those fires was there was a row of tractor trailers that were all set up and they all had like kerosene and propane tanks and shit like on the sides of them. And they lit those motherfuckers on fire, dude. And it was just bombs and giant explosions. What the fuck? Yeah, man. They started like getting all the all the um the artists and the fucking uh like barricading in like the flight towers and like 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 yeah all the staff are like trying to like shut themselves into their fucking you know uh, holes and everything and the news reporters and the MTV personnel they're like yeah you guys got to get the fuck out of there get out of there now and then there's some footage of like some of the correspondents like being like no we got to go back and cover this and like getting closer and getting some footage and everything but yeah it's it's fucking gnarly as hell it's a war zone it's like a fucking war zone (laughs) in that moment like we're talking pre-cell phone yeah pre-everything yeah in that moment I you could have murdered intentionally murdered people (laughs) and probably would have gotten away with it yeah Yeah. because it was a lawless fucking country I think um there was only a couple of people that died I was going to ask how and, many people and, fucking and died. And I don't think anybody was murdered. No, it was like all dehydration. It was, then. yeah, it was, um, yeah. <sighs> what a fucking terrible yeah. way to go. Dying of dehydration. Well, they did, so um, they didn't have uh, thermometers or whatever. So they thought they were getting like these people that they thought were having like bad reactions to drugs. Like ODing. But they weren't. They were actually suffering from heat exhaustion. And, <sighs> they, and they, the medical staff didn't realize that. And fucking people were like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even okay. If I was high as fuck on drugs or having heat exhaustion, give me some fucking water. Give me some fucking water. We're <laughs> right. an IV. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Jesus. That, will, that will help both of those situations. <laughs> yeah. A fucking nice big glass of water would help me a little yeah. bit. If I was super high on drugs, losing my shit, I'd be like, just, just give me some water, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we don't want to make him think that this water is poison. I know, right? So let's not give him any water. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. And the whole story, man, it's like, I can't believe this fucking, it's amazing. Imagine being fucking super high on LSD or acid at that thing on day three and just watching shit burn to the ground. I'm sure there was some of them. I would have lost my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Just seeing a truck explode. You're like, what is that? And then people just fucking breaking shit. I'd be scared. Dude, that world ended that day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Getting like PTSD. Like I was at war. Woodstock 99. Yeah. Fuck. But yeah, there's there's so much, but uh, I I like for me right now the the definitive like documentary on it is the podcast ninety nine guys. They're doing such a great job. Mm, if, if you're interested in into that. Woodstock at ninety nine at all, like they they hit so much and and they started this shit um, in two thousand eighteen before the documentaries on HBO and Netflix well were ever made. Before. Fuck yeah, damn. So those guys were talking about fucking this shit. Maybe before their podcast anybody will blow else up. was interested. You can already see like people like leaving them reviews being like oh found this after i watched the netflix documentary or the hbo documentary or whatever damn yeah yeah it's well done yeah but But that's all i got yeah fuck it's interesting 
And like, what a crazy time! Wasn't Flea like hanging dong? Right? Oh, so oh much yeah, he dong. came out butt ass naked, dude. And played, played the entire, played show. The entire yeah. set. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. And Netflix is all you see is just a lot of Flea dong. Yeah, I'm surprised they can fucking show that on Netflix without. I don't know. Oh, it's a documentary, dude. I guess I so. Yeah. I guess yeah. so. Yeah. DMA. Can you can you yeah. watch that on uh, YouTube? YouTube let you watch Hanging Dong like that? I think so. Yeah, I yeah. Because it's a documentary setting. Get away with murder with documentaries, huh? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. I have to start making a documentary. I, th- I, th- I think that, like, yeah. <laughs> 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 you just go in, just like murder a bunch of people. It's it's okay. It's a I'm documentary. Making, making a documentary. <laughs> we're, we're doing a documentary on this guy's penis. Yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just gonna cut it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. See you. Yeah, 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 you guys yeah. Guys know Insane Clown Posse was part of that fucking Woodstock <laughs> that I do? Yeah, Jesus dude. Christ. Cheryl Crow and Insane Clown Posse oh, shared uh, the stage. Creed. <laughs> right. Guys, Stephen Baldwin was there. What he was, was he doing? Yeah, with he was intro. Rosie, Rosie Perez. Yeah, so they had celebrity like people that would just introduce the music acts. Andy it, Dick did a weird shitty set of comedy. Yeah. There was these guys so called weird. the Umbilical Brothers who were like a comedy act. They were the only like real comedy act to be billed as a part of one of the acts at Woodstock. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking weird because their whole shtick, they're these guys from like Australia or New Zealand or yeah, some yeah. shit. And one of them would like make sound effects and the other one would like act. So they're like like fake karate fighting and like making sound effects. Oh, and that shit. sounds cringy, man. It's super cringe, dude. It's awful. They're getting like heckled the whole time. <laughs> it's 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 te- like who thought that that would be a good idea to smash in the middle of all these like new metal and like <laughs> rap acts and shit. Like, so weird. So fucking weird. There's so many little intricacies about this shit. Oh, it's wonderful. But it's... you reminded me of the Rosie Perez thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. The, the I don't cr- know who that is. She was real famous. And Do you, all right, okay. Have you ever seen the movie? <clears throat> Pineapple Express. Yeah. She's the cop. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did music? No, no, no. no she was She was another one of the guests, um, like celebrity okay. guests that yeah, was yeah, like yeah. introducing bands and shit. Weird. Okay. But they were telling her like, oh, show us your tits or whatever. And, <laughs> and she had one of the best responses. She's like, go to Blockbuster, $3.99, get this movie that I was in. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. You can see him. But I was so pissed off because when you hear the crowd's reaction, they're like, boo. But that was actually funny. Yeah, like, right. they hilarious. They should have been great. laughing at that. Yeah. You know? Just a bunch of fucking... Ugh. bunch of fuck boys. Yeah. Some fuck boys. And yeah. It's like, it's so gross, man. What a bunch Jesus. of oh, dickheads. So um, I looked up the IMDb to Tank Girl and... 
It's fucking wild, dude. Ice-T was in that shit. He was. He yeah. was one of the weird mutant kangaroo guys. So was was Malcolm McDowell, was he the bad guy? He was. That's his name. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Which everybody, you know who he is. Yeah. Everybody's seen Malcolm McDowell. He's in an episode, uh, episode of Psych as well. It was, yeah. Um, Iggy Pop is in Tank Girl, too. Mm. It's fucking weird, man. I remember, One of the Baldwins is in there, too, I think. These fucking Baldwins are everywhere, man. They're everywhere. You can't get rid of them. Maybe yeah. not. I might have made that up. Yeah, I think you, I think you did. <laughs> probably I'm not. Did. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing. One it of the there. things that like, probably the most memorable. So so that woman, the the girl who plays, uh, the character, the main character, Naomi Watts. Nope, that's no, Jet, that's Jet Girl. That's Jet Girl. Yeah, Lori Petty is Lori Tank Petty. Girl. Yes. Yeah. So she has a lot of these like quips, like one liner, like like um, you know, like she'll be tortured and then. The, the guy would say something and then she would come back with something funny. Mm-hmm. She had a lot of stuff that was like very memorable to me as a child. And I'm mm-hmm. like, holy shit, I, I, remember, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the most iconic thing I do remember from that movie was there was this device that Water and Power had where they would um, – it was a collapsible water bottle with some spikes at the end. And you would jab it into somebody's body and it would suck out the water from them, and and the collapsible water bottle would like crinkle up and open okay. as it just fills up with water. All right, and that's I how mean, you steal water. That's you, how you, yeah, a lot of water in human beings, man. Fuck yeah, a lot of water. Yeah. We're like ninety-seven percent water. Yeah, I We're think it's floating. a little lower than that. It's, yeah, but. It's like a hundred percent water. <laughs> like an amoeba. Maybe that's Earth. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, fuck. What else we got? Any QC shit? Um, only other thing I got, and this is like very like, light QC. I didn't go deep yeah, in I got this nothing. at all. But okay. um, animals eating each other's buttholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so apparently like uh, the the big cats and the canines. They love it's, ass. It's the soft. It's the, <laughs> They love eating ass. They typically go for the, uh, the soft underbelly, you know, so they're not quite going for the ass, but they're going for that like. You know, that soft belly. You sure. Know? Like, oh, let me rub that belly and then you see rip the it open and eat it. Uh, carrion birds, I guess, like to go for the anus because it's easy to, like, kind of peck in there and, like, rip it open. And, you know, it's, Jesus, uh, what a terrible yeah. way to go. Yeah. That, dude, that's a nightmare. Imagine that. Getting your ass eaten first and being alive. By, yeah. like, a fucking By vulture. A, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that dude. could be a cool... That could be, like, our post-apocalyptic, like, thing. Like, our tribe... We puts like our enemies like we spread eagle their butt cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the vultures, <laughs> we tie them up, ass up, face yep. down, ass up, and then we put like maybe a little piece of hot dog at the yes. end, or just stick a hot dog no. in their ass, or a severed wiener that Ooh, was we that sh- we didn't. It was well cooked, and we didn't want to eat it. We could sever their <laughs> wiener and then stick it in their own butt. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Damn. guys, we have a pretty good tribe here. People will fear the <laughs> fuck out of us if we did that shit. Oh man, this has been uh, a post-apocalyptic nightmare of an episode. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> well, I fucking hope you guys like this episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this motherfucking podcast. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. And fucking tell your friends all about this podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. See you later. Bye. Goodbye.
sausage candles. <laughs>